my name is Brandy, high school director. Been here almost nine years now, going on ten. Um, and to my right, I have. Go ahead. Thalia Sawatsky, <laughs> pastor of care, working with Vic Schellenberg. You want me to say some more things? How long have you been here? Okay, so it's going to be two years in February. And I'm married. I have two teenagers that are in Brandy's high school youth program. Yeah. You entrust them to her care. Yes. They are very brave. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And how long have you been a part of Northview? So you've been on staff oh, for two yeah. years? Oh, yeah. Probably about 17 years, I think, Ooh. at Northview. Wow. Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. Nice. Tell us about your training. So I have my master's degree in counseling psychology from Trinity Western. And then after I graduated, that was a lot of years ago, then I worked in mental health and in addictions and some private work. Took a lot of years off working for my husband and in the school system as a volunteer. And then one day I got a tap from Steve Weens who said, would you be willing to be a pastor here at Northview? And you said, wow. no. I said, no. <laughs> I'm too scared. I know. <laughs> and so we had long discussions. And it was great. As we talked, I got more and more excited. And it is so amazing to be able to use my counseling training and my biblical training to be able to work with women, couples, and families. I love it. And we are so glad to have you here. Thanks. For sure. Yep. Anything that's weird, I'm just like, you should talk to Thalia. <laughs> yeah. It just allows us to clear a plate really quickly. <laughs> great. So I'm going to go yeah. for all the awesome coffees. And anyone that has exactly. issues, yeah. I'm just going to, you need to talk to Thalia. Yeah. Good thing See, I like my, yeah. Good thing yeah. you like it. Yeah, that's good. And to my left. Uh, I'm Crystal Tapes. I'm the pastor of women here at Northview. So I have been in that role, I guess, for about two years now. Before that, I worked uh, in admin here at Northview. And so it's been fun to kind of have the opportunity to move up through the ranks and just learn on the job as I'm going. And that's great. Lots of great people here to learn from. Um, in terms of our pastoral staff and others. So I am married as well. My husband, Bob, is a realtor, and I have three kids, two of them under Brandy's care and one under Dan Sparrow's care, which is even a little scarier. <laughs> Very scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But they get candy. But they get candy and lots of slushies. Oh, yes. Dan will hate that you said that. <laughs> but it's true. The kids love it. They do. They do. They do love the candy. But just so everyone knows... There's more than just candy at middle school ministries. Yes, there definitely and is. And a lot more. Yes. very impressed when I sit and yeah. listen and that he gets her attention. It's very short time span maybe that he can get their attention, a yeah. good 15 minutes, but yeah. he just preaches the gospel in those 15 minutes. So, yeah. But the great. moms show up for the candy time and they have a great chance to connect with the kids and the kids have a chance to connect. It's a good time. Good. Mm -hmm. um, Crystal, do you feel intimidated at all by the idea that you're the pastor of women? Of all women. Yeah, that's quite yes. the title. It is. I am the pastor of women. I know. It's not I've just like debated. women's ministries. Well, I've kind of debated because it oh. could be women's ministries or women, but I don't feel like I'm a pastor of a ministry. Oh. I don't know. You're I feel like pastor? I'm a pastor of people. Oh. So that's kind of why I've just said pastor of women. I feel like all of a sudden you think you're better than all of us. <laughs> oh, do you say pastor? Yes. Do you say director of I'm... youth ministries or director of youth? I do say director of youth ministries. Oh. Oh, yes. So, oh, <laughs> maybe oh. I am better than you. <laughs> oh my God. That was a great start. <laughs> okay, so now that we know uh, that there's three women sitting around a table, mm -hmm. uh, what are we doing here? What? What? Can we shed some light? Is this a, is this a woman's podcast? Is this what is this? Thalia, what are we doing here? Yeah, what are we doing? Here? <laughs> are well, we in doing the summer here? at the elder pastor retreat at the Furs. 
Jeff came over to Crystal and I, and he said that we should team up with you, and we should have a podcast talking to women and their families. And so we were a little bit like, whoa, that's kind of exciting, kind of scary. We weren't sure. And so we did a little more dialoguing. We talked to you. And it seems like a great opportunity to equip people with some of the things we're already saying in women's ministries or for me in counseling sessions or for you in youth. Mm -hmm. We have only, like for our women's ministry, on a weekly basis, we'd maybe have, say, 250 women come out to different things. But in this church, there's maybe 2,500 women that are part of it. And so there's lots of people that... Schedules can't work, and uh, they just can't come to regular things, but they might be able to tune in here and hear some of the things that we're talking about, issues mm-hmm. that we're talking about. And we want it to be a really practical discussion of topics, like um, kind of how does this head knowledge translate into how we live our lives and how we act out our faith. Very practical theology is kind of what we have in mind. So it won't always just be the three of us. Sometimes we will have bringing people interview um, other members of staff and other people from the community that might have expertise on certain things, but we're kind of going to be the three that organize it, I guess. So we're the core, the core, the foundation. Yeah. And, and really why are we better than the other podcasts? I mean, that's really what people that's want good. to know. Why, why is there a only second to podcast? One, yeah. Why do, yeah, if I could only listen to one, why would listeners want to tune in to our podcast? What do you think? Oh, man, I don't want to set us up against them. <laughs> no. It's totally different. But I think it's just going to be different. Like, yeah. I, yeah, like we said, a lot of people will come to me and they'll say, you know, I really liked what Jeff said in the sermon, but how do I actually do that? Yes. What does it look like? How do I actually, what's a Bible reading plan? What's a devotional plan? Like, what... Give me some kind of actual meat I can sink, you know, sink my teeth into. So yeah, that's kind of what we were thinking. So. Or tofu for vegetarian listeners. <laughs> yes, we Wait. must be politically correct. And spinach for our vegan listeners. Yeah. Do vegans eat tofu? Um, that's a good question. Yes. Email me because it is a plant. It's I think not they an can. It's not an animal product. Yeah. But don't dairy is it? Da- they don't do dairy either. No, because right? that's from animal tofu. Yeah, it looks. We'll have to Dairy-ish. have that as a topic. Tofu is soy. What is tofu? I think it's Bean. soy, isn't it? Soy. Bean yeah, curd. So that's a vegetable. Bean curd. Yeah. That sounds delicious. <laughs> and it looks really delicious. You're going to get an email on that. Yeah. Bean, <laughs> bean curd. Okay, moving along. <laughs> moving, yeah, moving along. So uh, so to, to recap, we're doing it as a practical, tangible application to the theology we were taught and that we're learning um, at our church as well as um, we're better than the other one. <laughs> Uh, but Randy what about, it. <laughs> what, about, what about our format and how we're structuring this? Is it going to be just chatter, chatter? Is it going to be, what are we doing? Well, part of the reason we're doing this too, I think, is we're thinking of it as a little bit more like a radio show, not so much as an off-the-cuff podcast, because all of us are a little more comfortable knowing a little bit ahead of time what we're talking about. Yeah. Not as much as the guys who can just seem to be happy just going by the seat of their pants which is good, but we wanted to have a little bit of a structure. So we're thinking about five minutes every time with like a did you know portion, talking about things that are going on at Northview or in the community, things that we want our church community to be aware of. And then about 20 minutes talking about a certain issue that we're going to bring up and let you know what that is. And we hope to publish those ahead of time as we get going. Mm-hmm. So yep. Yep. Um, you'll kind of know if you want to tune into something, if you're interested in a specific issue. And then five minutes just kind of wrapping up some kind of in-my-opinion piece, just talking about something that's going on or a holiday that's coming up. And um, so that's how we want to end. And then we want to end um, just with some, 
last minute application and prayer time and so about 30 minutes is what we're thinking. Yeah. So it's not too long for people if they just want to download it on their iPods and stuff. And it is um, every other week we're going to start off with. Yeah. If we can really swing it to do it every week, we may change, but we didn't want to bite off yeah. too much right at the beginning. Basically, so. if there's just an outcry demand <laughs> of our opinion. That we just can't wait and two our weeks rich, to hear it. rich yes. teaching. Uh, we, we may brandy, we, brandy, brandy. <laughs> we may acquiesce to that request if that's uh, if if our listeners so deem that necessary. <laughs> um, so today, then, what's our topic today? We are well. First, oh, our name. We need to talk about that. Talk about oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So we have no name. We are nameless. We are completely nameless. We are that infant baby in the nursery <laughs> that just says Baby Taves or ba- Baby Bradshaw, Baby Swatsky. Baby Northview Pod. Baby Northview Pod podcast. <laughs> Unnamed. We are the no-name podcast, which we were talking earlier about the fact that I hate no-name brands. and Especially that they're the yellow, yellow color. Mm-hmm. And they're horrible. <laughs> because there's some things you can't go no-name. No. No. Like... What was it? What were we talking about? The toilet other? paper. Yeah, toilet paper. Yes. Yeah. Especially one ply. Yes. Yes. Because you need a whole roll to make any difference at all. Which even why is there one ply? Why is why does one ply even exist? Who in their right mind uses one ply toilet paper? So we don't want our podcast to say no name because that would have a very bad connotation. With right. It, you're saying everyone would yes. imagine one ply toilet paper, and would grimace. With pain and yeah, discomfort. We've already given them too much information. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Keep rolling. It's getting, it's getting gray. It's getting... <laughs> it's it's getting, getting, yes. it's getting. So we need your suggestions. Yes. We would love your input. Send us your name request to... To... How can they do that, Thalian? To Brandy. To me. To Brandy at Northview.org. Brandy at Spell your name. B-R-A-N-D-I-E. That's right. Yes. I-E. Not like the alcohol. I'm different. Yes. <laughs> you don't I think us. we all know that. I think we all know I'm different. So help us name our podcast. Send your your suggestions, uh, suggestions into brandy at northview.org. Okay. Excellent. Now, may I move on, ladies? Yes, yes you can. Thank you. <laughs> so our topic today, um, well, we went to a conference. Yes, we, we went did. to a conference. And it was a week ago already. That yes. doesn't seem that A long. week ago. Crazy. Thalia, where did we go? What, did, what was it Ooh, for? We went to Edmonton. And we left on Wednesday. We were supposed to leave at 9.30. No, 10.30 in the morning. We were at the airport at 9.15 or so. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was so much fog that the plane coming to get us could not land. Tried three times and could not land. Ended up going to Vancouver and then had to come back to Abbotsford to collect us. So by the time we actually left Abbotsford, it was 2.30. We missed the whole AGM in Edmonton, which was at the Canadian Mennonite Brethren Conference. And we landed only at dinner time. Quickly got some dinner and went to the evening session. Some delicious dinner. Yes. Donators. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. There were seven of us traveling from our church together. And in the airport, trapped for four or five hours. There were about 30 of us, maybe. Yeah. Churches across the the lower mainland and some um, leaders in the MB Conference as well. So that was a great time to connect. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of funny, as we were sitting there initially, we were all in our little pods of Northview group here, the Bakerview group there, and different groups all over, and then as the four hours, everyone just kind of mingled and talking, and so it was almost 
I don't know. Yeah, like the God ordained time yeah. in the sense oh, yeah. that like I've talked that I would never have talked to mm-hmm. people and had conversations of an hour with somebody that I yeah. just wouldn't have done otherwise. No. So yeah, and I you'd never it, have that much time at the conference because there it's only ten minutes, fifteen minutes that you would have a conversation because you're on to the next person or the next session or the next yeah. meal or whatever. So yeah. there would never be those chance for a 45 minute or an hour long conversation. Yeah. The only time that got tense was when, um, the lead pastors started to play a gambling game of Dutch blitz for the church <laughs> deeds is Bakerview and whoever won got the church building. The right. To the church <laughs> right building. Yeah. It was, got a little tense there. The Dutch blitz. Don't listen to her. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Okay, so we were in Edmonton. There was a bunch of us, an elder, seven of us, um, that went, and it was a good time in the great metro city of Edmonton. It was sunny, at least, and not too cold, although Jeff and Ezra were complaining about how cold it was. Oh, babies. Yes. Babies. I say that to their face, so don't think (laughs) I... You did say it to their face. I did say it to their face, so uh, this is not behind their backs at all. No. No. They are babies. So, Crystal, tell us about the conference. Tell us what the topic was. Well, the topic was uh, called Honoring God with Your Body, and it was the whole topic of human sexuality. So there was a wide range of different things that were talked about, but all about how we honor God kind of with our sexual sexuality, I guess, as the title does say. <laughs> so there was um, four different uh, main sessions and then a bunch of different breakouts. The um, main sessions talked, uh, I guess, mostly about homosexuality. Well, on fr- on th- Thursday, at least, mostly about homosexuality, but um, Wednesday night, John Stackhouse just kind of gave a general idea of why these conversations are difficult in Canadian culture, what are the kind of issues that, or the ways of talking, and um, yeah, we're using moral language and not allowing other people to say opinions and that kind of stuff, so he gave a good overview of why these these are difficult conversations to have, and then Thursday was talking about uh, homosexuality and how we understand that biblically and then Friday was pastoral application uh, to that issue and to other issues but then in between in the breakout sessions um, there's other issues of sexuality that were explored like sexual abuse and pornography and um, just different issues in terms of adultery in the church and just kind of sexual issues in general yeah living together singleness yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so Brandy was very offended that singleness was mentioned was as an issue. issue. She says, I didn't know I was an issue. And then we were told that we need to hug her a lot. And because they're because deprived not of physical people. affection. Okay, yeah. let's, be, let's be really accurate and honest with what it wasn't even hug. It was literally said that singles need more touch. That was what was said. Yeah. That is horrible. But so if you see Brandy in the that. hallway, don't yeah, even, don't you that. even, don't go, well, you think Jeff doesn't like physical touch. Well, you just don't even you come like near me. like me rubbing your back there don't after that statement? near me. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Oh, goodness. That was, I didn't, yeah, didn't know singleness was such a big sexuality issue in the church. Uh, anyways, yeah, it was great. We also had um, Dr. Gagnon. Gagnon. I think he says Gagnon. Yes, but as a Dr. partial Robert French Gagnon. Yeah. French Canadian, I feel very responsible to say Gagnon, which is <laughs> but he didn't uh, say it, actually would say. No. It. And even when the French no. guy introduced him, he kind of corrected him. I know. Said, yeah, Gagnon. Yeah, because he is from Pittsburgh, right? Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh? Well, New Hampshire. I think he grew up. He said, and then but now he's, he's in Pittsburgh. Right? Teaching in Pittsburgh. Yeah. He was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Delia. What did you think about? Absolutely. His sessions. He was on fire. We were used to listening to Jeff, and this guy was 
was just the same way, just convicted and clear and scripturally correct, and we were cheering him on in our little section of Northview. Oh, completely. Oh, it was great. He was, he preached it, I would say, drop the mic style preaching. Yes. I was wanted to stand up and applaud, give a standing ovation. I don't know how many times for the messages yeah. That he was proclaiming, and just solid biblical exposition, yeah. like scripture solid, after scripture solid. after scripture. I mean, he just—and he's the cutest little dude ever. He Randy loved his bow tie. <laughs> he had like a little red bow yeah. tie, and he was small. And for those of you who were in center court, you know, uh, this past weekend or whatever, and I had mentioned and confessed that I have a worship leader crush on on Todd Wickens. Because um, he's an amazing worship leader. You confessed that in center court. I completely confessed that. <laughs> and was he standing there when you did? Todd this? was standing behind me. Did he and blush. He was. His face was apparently hysterical. <laughs> he did not know what to do. He was very. You have that effect on people. Yes, right? I do yeah. have that effect on people. <laughs> I feel very open to confess to my brothers and sisters what's going on in my life. And so, <laughs> I think Todd is an amazingly gifted worship leader. And so I, I have these things. I have these crushes. And. I now have a theological crush on Robert Gagnon because he's this tiny little man that wears bow ties and suits. And not only that, but he preaches the word like a banshee. And it was just ridiculous. I wanted to keep him in my pocket and pull him out every once in a while and be like, teach me about the Lord because he was just, I mean, it, all of his words were salted with scripture mm-hmm. in every way. Like the it only words that were his every, yeah. were like is, the, but, yeah. and I. Everything else was just scripture woven together so beautifully. It just exalted God. It just yeah. exalted him in so many ways that it just, you just wanted to worship after that. You just wanted to get up and praise the Lord for the amazing truth that his word is. And we need to put the link up where people can access yes. it. And we will. We yeah. will. And we'll also put up uh, his link for his website. Yes. Um, because he has a book specifically. He actually is a little bit of an expert here on the issue of homosexuality. And, yes. And the truths about it found in scripture. Um, so, yeah, we'll make sure that mm-hmm. those things are on the website for sure. Yeah. Um, there were uh, some better issues that were, well, greater issues at the conference that were brought up. One that kind of overarched a lot of the discussion was... Uh, now the application part. So yeah. here's these issues we're dealing with, these sins that we see in people's lives. It doesn't even have to specifically address the sin of homosexuality, no. but but how to talk with both grace and truth. Yeah. And so the truth of Scripture and yet the grace of the Lord, the love of the Lord. And so um, let's let's get into that question of how would we talk with grace and truth? What is that? What does that look like, Crystal, for you? Yeah, well, I think I think the contrast that came out um, that Dr. Gagnon spoke a lot about was what does it look like to be loving? Mm-hmm. And he kept bringing people back when people would kind of push back against some of the things he said because he was so forthright and so honest. And we're not always used to hearing things that way, right? We, we're used to hearing things couched a little bit more in, I don't know, yeah. We're used, not used to hearing as clear language. And he kept saying, you know, the most loving thing to do is to not allow people to stay in their sin, but to think of their eternal destiny and where do you want them to be eternally? And he said, you know, act in love as if, think of yourself as if you were in eternal peril, what would be the most loving thing that someone could do to you? 
to tell you that, oh no, it's not going to be a problem, you're going to be fine, or to tell you, yeah, you're in eternal peril and you need to f sort these things out with God. Mm -hmm. And so he, he really encouraged us to look at the whole eternal perspective, um, not just the temporal perspective of whether yeah. people might get mad at us or offended, mm -hmm. but what are we wanting eternally for them? Mm -hmm. And so that was a really good thing that he kept pushing pushing for and I think that's a really good way to look at it like that's, that's your mindset you need to have yeah in approaching he kept calling people yeah. to look at scripture and then when we see that it's sin as scripture says then to repent yeah mm -hmm. that we need to remind people that it's important that we repent regularly frequently continually for the sin that we have in our lives and if we don't call people to repentance we are sentencing them to eternal danger and we're really they're not even aware that they're being sentenced. Like we're kind of hiding, it's like hiding the truth from yeah. them, right? It's like someone having a terminal, term, how am I saying this? Terminal yeah. illness and not telling them that they do, right? right? And so is that a loving way to be? Well, I would say we would say no. No, yeah. <laughs> but it's a hard thing, right? All of us want our friends to like us. We don't want anyone to think we're nuts. We don't want everyone, anyone to think we're illogical or I don't know, right? And so... We don't want our friends to stomp out on us because we're telling them something they don't want to hear. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And yet it was also clear, <clears throat> different people that would speak at the microphone, sort of pushing back a little bit, would say, you know, it's important that um, we tell people the truth and that some will not accept that truth. Some will walk away. Some will be angry. Some will be offended. But we still need to speak kindly and respectfully the truth. Mm -hmm. We cannot hide it. Mm-hmm. It's like the parable, and we've heard, I know we've heard Jeff say this before, but when you think about the parable of the soils and the fact that um, what grows the plant is God. Yeah. God does the growth. We are responsible and accountable to cast the seed, to um, put that truth out there. Mm -hmm. And so that we are not the ones responsible for how that seed falls and where it falls and how it grows or doesn't grow um, is a good that's a good truth to keep in your mind as you're speaking with friends and as you're having these discussions, right? I think but. the thing we get into problem with, too, is we kind of think if we would say something the right way, if we would just figure out the right way to say it, everyone would go, oh, yeah, that's true. And they wouldn't get offended, and they would think, yeah, you're right. right? And we have this yeah. deception in our minds that we can say it in a way, and somebody's going to really like it. Um, but there isn't just, there is not really an easy way to say these things. And we need to read scripture and look at the responses that people got. Like Jesus had people wanting to stone him. He had people that loved him one minute and hated him the next. Mm -hmm. Paul had people, when he'd go and speak, he'd have some people that would say, uh, some people would believe, some people would say we want to hear more, and other people would want to attack him, right? And it's just, that's the nature yeah. of the gospel message. We can't yeah. think that we're going to be all of a sudden more... Uh, better communicators than Jesus was, or yeah. Paul was. Like, it's just not... Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> I can say it in a way that won't offend anybody. Well, then you're going to just... You're not saying the truth. If you're it's not, not going to offend anybody... And it doesn't matter so much what I think, my own opinion. No. It matters really what the Bible says. Yep. Yeah. And I've had a few conversations since the conference where I've had to say, that's what you think, but what does the Bible say? Yeah. And we need to go back, like this morning, yeah. was it this morning, yesterday morning at women's ministry, you were telling the women to go back and read God's word, read it daily, read it continually, so that they know what God says in his word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And not to just wait for someone else to say, we were using the story of Exodus, um, where Moses is on the mountain, and the people say, 
we don't want to talk to God, Moses. You talk to him and you tell us what he says. And I was encouraging the women to say, no, like you go find out what God's saying. Don't wait for me to tell you. Don't wait for Pastor Jeff to tell you or Beth Moore to tell you or someone else to tell you. You Be need no. to know yeah, yourself what he's saying. You need that personal relationship with God. Because none of those Israelites actually made it to the promised land. No. You know, they all, that generation died off. They didn't yeah. have that heart connection, that relationship with God, that ability and desire to listen to him. Yeah. So it's popular for people to say grace or truth. Yeah. Right. And, and yet scripture clearly teaches it's grace and truth. And that speaking truth doesn't equal judgment, which is something that seems to be a popular uh, notion in our society today that to speak truth or even to say you have truth is equal is just immediately judgmental for someone to say that. And yet, um, we're all the only ones that do have that truth mm-hmm. that leads to love, that leads to life and not that destruction or danger like you were talking about. Yeah. So to wrap up this part of how we speak with grace and truth, what are just the tangible conversations? You're engaging in conversations with people about their sin. We've got a mindset of remembering that God's in charge of the results yeah. is a good thing to keep in mind. Yeah. Um, what else were some of the, just to summarize for our listeners. Yeah. Well, I think for me, like one of the main, sorry, one of the main things is just really having a fear of God that's higher than the fear of man's opinion. Like not fear that God is against us, but fear of his holiness and his Mm -hmm. righteousness and that he will come to judge the earth at some point. And we want to be found being faithful to him. And so whenever I'm scared of what somebody's going to say, well, I want to be more scared of what God's going to say if I don't say the truth. Right. And so having that healthy, respect and fear and reverence and awe and knowing who God is. That's a good one. Billy, mm-hmm. you have a tangible... No, I agree. That's great. That's mm-hmm. what you keep in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. So, as we wrap up our uh, initial broadcast here, uh, we are on the to... Is flying. The In My Opinion section of our podcast. So, today's In My Opinion topic... Halloween. <laughs> you even say that with your eyes <laughs> and your, your heart. <laughs> I, f- I forget that this is just a listening thing. Yeah, I feel like I I'm on camera. Yeah. Halloween. <laughs> um, yeah, Halloween. Ah, it's, it's an issue in the church. And should you do it? Should you not? What's, what's, so we have different opinions around the table. So uh, who wants to start? Well, and it's one week away and it's on a youth night. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, so what are you doing at youth? Yeah, so you don't don't know, what you're doing. High school oh, youth. What? Oh, yeah. I would love to tell you what we're doing. Huh? Oh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> we are doing something called Trick or Treat for Hope. We've done it in the years past, and it's been actually quite a successful thing. One of my uh, philosophies, if you will, of my life is that uh, society and even the church uh, really puts teenagers in a box and says they can't really do much, and they're selfish, and blah, 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 all these things, all these ways that we put teenagers in a box that can't contribute to things. Um, I like to change society's ideas about teenagers and that they actually have a lot to offer. And so um, instead of vandalizing things and smashing pumpkins on your stairs, we take our youth and we go trick-or-treating for canned goods and food bank items. And so it's awesome to show up at the door and see people be like, "That's there's that immediate judgment. Oh, they're teenagers. Oh, oh teenagers. Yeah. You are too old. Yeah. You are you too old be to be yeah. trick-or-treating. And then to see their faces change as our kids are like, we're actually collecting food for the food bank. 
<laughs> and they're immediately like, oh, you precious dears. And it just like <laughs> immediately changes into like, let me get something from my pantry. So you're saying that so, they dress up. They dress up. Oh, that is a requirement. Do you have yes. parameters on how they dress? No. <laughs> so if someone came like with blood dripping off yeah, their car, and off their skanky mask, wear, and is, there, is there something? Okay, well, if there's, is there something wrong with blood? <laughs> that people bleed. That happens. So you're if not someone had a, to if someone dressed up as an injured or... hockey player, oh yeah, right, that would on. be blood. So there'd be blood. Yeah, but there's for a lot different than that, and like <laughs> the ghoul and the ghost. Okay, well, a ghoul and a ghost and a. Those are the kind of rules I've had for my kids. We have yeah. allowed them to trick or treat. They have neighborhood friends that they run around with, and they have a great time. And it's fireworks on our street, and it's a fun kind of community atmosphere for them. But we have said nothing gross, nothing satanic, nothing that would be yeah. Nothing so on the too sexy side. Either. No, and especially because it's cold too. But also for practical reasons. But yes. Parkas can be sexy. <laughs> they can be. So my kids have been Dorothy from Wizard of Oz or nice. a mailman or all those kind of things. Nice. But And the hockey player is easy because they have all the equipment. Right. They just have to put it on and right. they just stink a little bit, but yes. they are good. I guess I so. shouldn't say we have no parameters because that sounds a little irresponsible. Well, what would but, you do well, if here's, showed up Well, here's the, really... here's the issue is that like generally it goes towards parents. This would be our same stance on swimsuits. Yeah, like, sure, I would like to have a, a standard, awesome. but what parents buy for their kids for yes. swimsuits, it's very difficult for us to be like, well, that's inappropriate. It can cause an issue. True. So sort of the same would be general rule for costumes for this event, <laughs> that I would hope the parent, what the parents are approving. You'd hope they'd approving. have standards. Yeah. So. so what would you do if a kid showed up? And oh, really, we have like, tons of like, leftover Love Abbots for t-shirts. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. <laughs> we, have, we have lots of yellow or orange <laughs> North. You kick off. Oh, <laughs> totally. give them. Remember yeah. Or just Halloween. Yeah. 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 Love yeah. yeah. Same thing I do at the pool party. Oh. What if you went like... Your swimsuit's a little inappropriate. Guess what? You get to wear a t-shirt. <laughs> They're so excited when that happens. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. love you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I have no problem doing that. That's good. good. That's why yeah. we are glad that you're there. That's right. Yeah. But Thalia, what about you? Halloween? Not a fan. No. No. We did the whole neighborhood thing when our kids were small and had a good time. But nowadays, I don't, I don't like the scary stuff. I don't like showing up at Save On Foods or some other store in town. And there's, actually, it's not bad this year. But the really scary things or the scary neighborhood decorations. Don't like it. Don't like the celebration of evil. Don't mind dressing up. Don't mind candy. I mean, tell us how you yeah. really feel about it. <laughs> okay, you just it. dropped that celebration of evil, evil. bomb. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can't you just it. positively weaved that in there. Uh-huh. That's so, how I feel. She's so, just, so is she's just punching us. Oh, totally. Yeah. So well, that is how you feel. But when I was growing up in North Vancouver, the next day in the paper was always the listing and pictures to go with all of the satanic rituals mm. and the seances mm. that, that happened happen. the yes. night before yes. because yeah. North Van is known for that. Yes. And it scared me badly yeah. when I was yeah. a kid. And I thought, you know, there's real evil going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. So yep. kids going around collecting food for the food bank and neighborhoods having fun. That's awesome. Yeah. But the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, yeah. not such a fan. Yeah. No, I mean, that's yep. true. No, good point. Very good point. Yeah. And there's not, uh, this is one of those sort of issues that there's not necessarily a clear, uh, yes, no, or, you know, creating some sort of legalism behind whether you should or should not participate in it. Um, Yeah, I did as a a child growing up and loved it. Never, again, never dressed in any of those weird, gory 
things. Mm-hmm. But then again, zombies weren't popular when I was no, a kid. No, it's not. And the Walking Dead was the Walking Dead, show. yeah, totally, and all that kind of stuff. So um, I, I really enjoy the very creative costumes that are just hilarious. So, um, yeah, I guess that's our opinion on Halloween. Hope you all have a kind of varied. good one. Yeah, it is yeah. varied. Well, yeah, people could right. send us their thoughts to brandy at northview.org. That oh, could be interesting. My poor email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor and brandy email. hates emails anyways. <clears throat> Man. We're going to have to set up a response I, place we so will. that people we can will. respond well, to us. Well, once we have a name. Yes. Then we can have it, yeah. Because it can't just be no name at northview.org. Because people could send us their topics, and you could send us your you things bet. that we could chew over in the In My Opinion section. Yeah. Even like, is there people you think we should interview on the oh, show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All those kind of things. Yeah. But this kind of push and pull that we've had here is kind of just representative of what happens at Northview with our staff. And I yeah. think we are always pushing and pulling each other on mm-hmm. topics and ideas and issues. And, and laughing a lot. And laughing a lot. And sure. so that's fun. So this is not at all out of the ordinary. As we were in Edmonton in our hotel room, we had lots of the same kind of conversation. Yeah, so for sure. just expect it from us. That's Completely. the way it is. Yeah. So to end, uh, wrap up with uh, a scripture that refers back to our topic of talking about how to talk with grace and truth and so today we've chosen uh, 2nd Timothy chapter 2 verses 24 and following which reads and the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome but kind to everyone able to teach patiently enduring evil correcting his opponents with gentleness God may perhaps grant them repentance leading to a knowledge of the truth and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. Yeah. So let's pray. Father, yeah, thank you so much for this time, for, uh, yeah, your grace and your truth. Yeah. That we may know your truth, that we may stand on it, that we may base our lives on it, and that we have been given the task uh, by you to share it with those around us and with the world. Mm-hmm. And um, Father, I pray for all of us and our listeners that uh, we would speak with grace and truth, uh, that we would love, uh, that the source of our love would come from your gospel, mm-hmm. and that we would know that we've been forgiven much, that we've been shown much grace and mercy, and yet we have lovingly been corrected by your truth as well. Yeah. And so, Father, may these things ever be kept in the forefront of our minds as we walk through our days. Ask this all in your name. Amen. 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 All right. Well, we'll see you next episode. Um, do we know what our topic is? Um, oh. We had it written down, but I don't remember. <laughs> it's we'll going it yeah. to be stellar. I mean, it's going to be Whatever juicy. Whatever it is. It's, it's yeah. going to be juicy and, ooh, man. It's, you know, it's, Social gonna, media, I think it was. Oh, yes. Social media. Social media. Oh, I have some things to say about that. (laughs) What a surprise. Oh, man. What a surprise. What don't I have things to say? Yes, this is true. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in. And, uh, yeah. See you next time. See you next time.